0: And a very good Tuesday morning, afternoon, evening, <clears throat> as I can't talk everyone, Joe Beningo back with you again, a special edition of the Older Pain Podcast. It's Tuesday, it's April 25th, 2023, and the uh, Older Pain Podcast, Joe Beningo's Older Pain Podcast, I should say, brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tire, and of course, by... Um, uh, Draft Kings, our good friends at DraftKings. It's very early in the morning I'm doing this, all right? <clears throat> like it's 6.20 in the morning, so you have to bear with me, all right? I'm still having my coffee. I didn't have breakfast yet, so I'm a little – I'm still a little shaky. I'm still recovering. We had a rough day yesterday. I'm recovering from uh, the disaster we have with our hot water heater right now. I'm, disa- I'm recovering from the disaster at the garden last night as the Rangers lose again. To the Devils, a no-show performance, as Gerard Gallant so aptly put it. God knows that's true. So I'm recovering from a couple things. There's another thing I'm recovering from, but we don't want to get into that. But whatever. It's finally happened. Aaron Rodgers is here. Can you – but what is it, Christmas in April? I mean, you got to be kidding me. Let me have another, another shot of my coffee. Here we go. So Aaron Rodgers is here. Am I giddy about it? You know, I got people calling congratulate. Don't congratulate me. We got to win the Super Bowl. And then you can congratulate me, all right? But it's kind of like, you know, this has been going on so goddamn long, right, that it's kind of taken a little luster away from it finally happening. You know what I mean? Like, this has gone on and on and on. I mean, it's finally happened. Thank God it's finally happened. So I'm all pumped. I'm pumped about Rodgers. How could I not be? The draft is coming up Thursday. But here's the here's the bottom line, and we'll get to the trade, what the Jets gave up. Uh, you know, and I know people feel that maybe the Jets gave up too much. Here's the bottom line. They had to get it done. That's it. The Packers wanted to get this done before the draft so they could get one of those second round picks from the Jets this year, which they do, which they will, number 42. The uh trade the pick they got from Cleveland in the Elijah Moore trade. So the Packers will get that. The Jets and Packers also flip-flop their number ones this year, so the Packers will get the 13th pick, and the Jets will get the 15th pick. So we got that happening as well. Uh, you know, a couple other picks that are in. Let me, let me read the whole thing here. I'll read it to you so I can give it officially the way it went down. Uh, the Packers and uh, and the Jets agreed to the deal. Obviously, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and their 2023 first-round pick, number 15. The Jets get the Packers' first-round pick, number uh or the, the Jets get Rodgers the Jets get the 15th pick in the draft which is the flip flop as i said with the Packers the Packers get the Jets pick which is number 13 uh the Jets also get a fifth round pick number 170 this year so that's how that plays out and uh then as we go move on to next year let's see what else do we get the Packers i'm i'm trying to read this off the off the internet so the, the whole – thing. hey let me let me do it again let me read it to you again all right because I want to get this right. Um, The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. They get the 15th pick in the draft this year. They also get the Packers' fifth-round pick, which is number 170, okay? The Jets trade to the Packers their first-round pick, which is number 13 this year, a 2023 second-round pick, which obviously we already mentioned, number 42, the pick they got from the the Browns, a 2023 sixth-round pick, number 207 this year, And then next year, a conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a first-rounder if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps this coming season. And he better freaking play like 100% of the snaps, never mind 65%. So that's the trade. All right. Some people think the Jets gave up too much. They didn't give up too much. They did what they had to do. They had to get this damn deal done. So you could say they gave up too much. Look, if this team goes on and wins a Super Bowl in the next two years, you know, because I'm looking at this as a two-year deal for, for Rodgers, maybe three. I don't know if they're going to get the three. But if they win a Super Bowl in the next two years, it was worth it. Well, you, We'd be all standing on our heads worth it with that deal. So I'm not worried about what they gave up. And I know some people, are. Oh, they gave up too much. Come on. They had to get it done. Let's be honest. The Jets' backs were against the wall. There was nowhere else they were going. If they didn't get Rodgers, who the hell was going to be the quarterback? Zach Wilson again? They sure as hell weren't trading for Lamar Jackson. Let me take some more coffee here, please. <laughs> so the idea that the Jets gave up too much is just complete BS. The deal is done. Now they got to win. Now they got to win. There's no there's no gray area no more for this team. They got to win, and they got to win this year. Minimum this year. Here's, here's the way I look at it. You got a two-year window. You got to get me this. We got win me the Super Bowl no no later than year two, okay? This is how I'm looking at it. Next year, in this season, actually this year, 2023, division title. Here's what I want: nothing short of this division title and a home playoff game minimum. Like 13 and four would be good. That would be a good number to be this year. Win the division, which we haven't done since 2022. Okay, okay. They just, yeah, 2020 2022 That's what, 202002. 02. Oh, my God, it's too early. Which we haven't done since 2002. It was the last time we won a division title, right? With Herman Edwards as the coach. And remember, the Jets have only won two division titles since the merger in 1970. You can't even make it up. It's so freaking bad, right? I think the Patriots won about 20 of them in the last 20 years. Whatever it is, 25 years. So a minimum division title and home playoff game, and, you know, getting at least, you know, to the AFC title game would be nice, but by year two, I got to win the Super Bowl. There's no gray area, and the pressure's on the coaching staff now, on everybody, pressure's on Douglas, the pressure's on my buddy Salah. They got to win. That's it. The expectations are through the roof. You know, you can't go nine and eight next year and miss the playoffs and say it was a successful year, right? I mean, you, you can't. I'm sorry. At the bare minimum, they got to make the playoffs next year. At the bare freaking minimum. And that's not enough. I want a division title. Right? That's what I want. I want a home playoff game. That's what I want. In fact, I want about three home playoff games. Well, two would be fine. Yeah, get the overall number one seed. That would be even better. But I don't count on that happening. So that's it. Here we are. It's time to win now. Hallelujah. By the way, I hear Roger's going to win number eight. So he's not going to take, even though Namath that said he'd bequeath his number 12 jersey to him, he's not doing it, he's wearing it. I believe he wore that at Cal in college. I think that's what he wore in college, number eight. So Rodgers will wear number eight, and we'll see what happens. You know, the draft is coming up Thursday. Now the Jets got the 15th pick in the draft in the first round. They got the 43rd pick in the second round. So they got those two, you know, number one, number two. I'm not sure if they have a number three now or not, but... You know, they gotta they gotta fortify the offensive line. I mean, that to me, that's it. They need a center, they need another tackle or whatever, another offensive line, probably two offensive linemen, uh similar to what they did the the one of the best drafts they ever had when they got the Brickashore and Nick Mangold in the first round. So they need a center, they need another tackle on the offensive line. I told you I would not be adverse, and who knows, maybe Rogers will push this pick if he's sitting there at 15. The kid from Ohio State, Jackson Smith the Digbo, who I think is You know, the best wide receiver that Ohio State had. Remember, he didn't play last year for Ohio State, but two years ago, you know, he was playing on the same team with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And how good are those two guys? Pretty good. And I thought Digbo was better than than either of them two years ago. So if, if the Jets went in that direction and brought him in, I'm good with that. I would be good with that. But basically, though, they need offensive line help. There's no question about it. And let's go. You know, they brought in Alan Lazard. They brought in McCall Harmon. Uh, you know, we got Garrett Wilson there still. We still got, as far as I know, we still have uh, Corey Davis. He's still under contract. I'm assuming he's still playing, he's going to be on the team unless they do draft a wide receiver or something like that. You got the two tight ends now, and we'll see what happens with those guys. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Azuma and uh, and uh, Conklin, you know, Huzama. Actually, I said Azuma. Huzama, TJ Huzama, you know. So, you still got those two guys. Obviously, Brees Hall hopefully comes back and, is any is somewhere near where he was last year before he tore his knee up? You know, you still got Michael Carter, you still got Bam Knight as far as uh, you know the running back position is concerned right now. So you still got still got Ty Johnson, who's a very underrated player and should play more. Uh, you know, so we'll see. You got AVT coming back, Vera Tucker from his injury on the offensive line. You got a, you got well, has a, a a very top flight defense now. You know, pro all pro guys and Quentin Williams and Sauce Gardner. It's time to win. You even upgraded the kicking. You brought Zerline back for another year. And who's it? Thomas Morstead is the punting out. He got rid of that stiff Braden man. My wife's laughing, but he was terrible. And it's time to win. That's it. Let's go. There's no gray area. Like I said, I texted the coach yesterday. I said, coach, you got to win. The expectations are through the roof. And he said, can we win game one yet? I said, coach. He says, you got to be more, you got to be, fo-. the coach said to me, I got to be focused on the moment. I said, coach, I've been focused on the moment for the last 54 freaking years. It's time now to win a goddamn championship. You got the court. There's no excuses anymore. No excuses. And hopefully Rogers will stay healthy. The one thing about Rogers, even last year, maybe he had a bad thumb. He played. And everybody went crazy. Well, Rodgers, I was listening to Sports Night this morning with Eamon McEnany and all the guys over there. And, you know, they're talking to, who was it, Connie Hughes? They're talking to him. And, you know, McEnany says, well, you know, Rodgers threw 26 touchdown passes last year, but he did throw 12 interceptions, 26 touchdown passes. Do you know how many guys in the history of the Jets have thrown 26 touchdown passes or more? Do You know how many there are? I think there's three. No, there's three. Name it through 26 one year, right? In 67. Vinny threw 29 in 1998. And amazingly, Ryan Fitzpatrick has a record with 31 in 2015. That's it. Okay. That's it. Those are the three guys in the history of the freaking Jets who've thrown at least 26 touchdown passes in a season. Okay. That's it. <laughs> All right. You don't, you, it doesn't even fill up one hand. So nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> and 12 interceptions, please. You know, in the old days, Namath would throw 12 interceptions in two games. I, I Give me a break. I mean, really, I mean, you, you got to give me a freaking break here. So, Rodgers is here. I'm excited. Not as excited as I would be only because of the fact that this has just taken so long that it's really taken the sting out of it. I mean, you know, it really has. But hopefully, I doubt we'll see the press conference this week because of the draft. So probably not until next week. Let me take a little more coffee at this Maxwell house. Good to the last drop. By the way, if anybody cares, I played as bad around the golf yesterday as you can play. I absolutely sucked yesterday. I played as bad around the golf yesterday as the Rangers played a hockey game last night. That's how bad it was. I lost about seven or eight balls. I stunk. The word stunk comes to mind. And I actually been playing pretty good. I, st- I shit the bed yesterday. I did. No, I mean, I lost about seven or eight balls. It was a, it was a horror show. Horror show. I look like I never played. I played at Darlington up here. It looked like I never played before. Right? Chopping balls into the creek, hitting balls into the woods. I mean, it was a, it was an out-and-out out freaking disgrace. My putting was good early, then it got bad late. Just a, just a horror show. A horror show. Oh, was it? Been, my wife said, my wife pointing out that the hot water heater situation did not help because we just got, I don't know, does anybody give a rat's tail about this? Nobody cares, <laughs> but I'll tell you anyway. So we got a new hot, we, we've had issues with our hot water heater a couple weeks ago. We had like in the bottom of the pan of a hot water heater, it was water and it was cutting off the pilot light to the hot water, right? So we had one of our guys come in, people from AJ Perry who do a great job. They, you know, I should talk to them about being a, a sponsor. Anyway, A.J. Perry do a great job. They come in. We've used them for years. They come here. My buddy Chris works on it, takes care of it, says, look, keep an eye on it because it may be the hot water heater may need a new one. So a week later, the problem happens again. We call up A.J. Perry. They come in. They replace the hot water heater. So that was last week. Six days later, it's the same issue. We wake up yesterday morning. My wife's delirious, and she really is. She's very calm. She's a very calm, sedate person. <laughs> right no she did. my wife's very mellow mellow i mean high strong nah not my wife but anyway (laughs) she's she's cracking up anyway so she goes yo you can't believe it the hot water heat is out again i'm like what well you got to be kidding right so we call aj perry we had to play golf yesterday which i probably shouldn't have done i mean i really i probably shouldn't have done it because i sucked in hindsight hindsight, it was it was a disaster but anyway, so last night, I'm at, during the Ranger game, so I got all this crap going on at the same time. Aaron Rodgers, everybody's calling me, right? Everybody. I mean, everybody in their brother is freaking calling me. I'm hearing from Ira. I'm hearing from Kenny. I'm hearing from Tom. I didn't hear from Tommy, but I'm hearing from Joey, you know, Joey in uh, Clark, Joey Torriello. I'm hearing from Marvin Hampton-Bays, my buddy Marv Resnick, everybody. Paul Pagnasi, who's a big Packer fan, he's getting in touch with me. You know, my buddy Ray Martell is calling me. Could you come on on CBS Radio and talk about? It? I mean, I'm, I'm like so like I'm in a tizzy here. I got no hot water. I'm still waiting for the guy to come to fix it. Now, you know, okay, all this insanity is going on. Right? We had to go out and get get uh, dinner from Jersey Mike's yesterday, which was which I love Jersey Mike's. I didn't I didn't I didn't have my normal you know, cheese, uh, chicken cheesesteak uh, sub, I went with the um, uh, the uh, turkey and Provolone deal yesterday, okay? It was a safe choice yesterday. I mean, nothing was safe yesterday. <laughs> so then finally, about 7.30, Ranger game has started already. Already the Devils are up one nothing. It's like, I'm ready to vomit. The game was over at that point. We'll get to the Rangers in a second. And then here comes my buddy Francis, who does a great job, who saved us on Thanksgiving when we had a leak thanksgiving morning down in our basement that almost destroyed thanksgiving but francis came from aj perry fixed it and everything was good and we had the turkey dinner and everybody was happy so anyway so we finally he comes he fixed it, and it looks like there's an issue that goes beyond the hot water heater so and we get up this morning my wife says there's water in the pan again although you know she sifted all the water out and oh it's just oh my god oh what a disaster oh my god I got agita. I got hemorrhoids. So all it is, right? The Rangers are losing. Jack Hughes is on a breakaway after the Rangers missed two point blank shots on the new Martin Brodeur Schmidt, whatever the hell this goalie's name is now. And so I'm ready. I'm like I'm delirious. Like I'm delirious. Like I could feel the hemorrhoid, you know, like growing. When it when it's so goddamn bad that you could feel the freaking hemorrhoid growing. All right, that's how bad it was. So anyway, so Francis comes, takes care of business, and that was it. Finally, things kind of straightened out a little bit. I mentioned there was another thing that happened uh, yesterday. A, a very prominent guy in the news world uh, that I watch, and I won't get into it, got fired. I'm very upset about it. And, you know, again, we don't want to get into all of that. But I uh, but I uh, just uh, – so it's just like, you know, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So thank God the Mets didn't play last night because that would have been – you know, throw that into the mix too. So anyway, so where are we now? I'm lost. So I, so that's the deal. So that's why I'm a little, uh, you know, uh, I, I use this word. I got a, I got a word that I made up. It's squingeing, okay? And what gene means can mean a lot of things. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be somewhere in the middle. Well, this morning I am squingeing, and it's not the good squingeing, all right? So if in case anybody wants to care about that. So, all right. So there you go. The bottom line is Aaron Rodgers is finally a Jet knowing I'm not getting the jersey. I will get the Aaron Rodgers jersey when he is holding up the Lombardi trophy as a Jet. Aaron Rodgers wins me the Super Bowl, I'll buy the jersey. You know? Until then, there's no Aaron Rodgers. Don't, if anybody wants to give me a gift of an Aaron Rodgers Jet jersey, don't waste your money, okay? I'm sure nobody is. But don't waste your money because I don't want it. Like you know, so you know somebody tried to give me a Brett Favre jersey, I wouldn't have took it. You know, no, 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 no. And when I see these people wearing Brett Favre jerseys at Jet games, Jet, you know, Jet Brett Favre jerseys, I get very aggravated about it because he was a disaster for us. You know, he screwed us over after starting eight and three, and he was hurt and he couldn't play, and we we disintegrated. Of course, why wouldn't we? <laughs> Hopefully, that won't be the case with Rogers. But anyway, let's get my let's get my. We'll get to the, let's get to the Rangers here in a minute. But let me get my sponsors in here because i'm i'm really losing my mind hold on by the way before i do that memo to my buddy robbie and lennox robbie you gotta calm down i mean he is texting me during the ranger game and not just texting oh they suck you know it'd be nice if panarin could actually put the goddamn puck in the net you know that kind of thing he wasn't saying that you know what i mean be nice if they could score on a power play or again. Be nice if they could get into the into the devil zone. That would have been freaking nice. No. Robbie's giving me these dissertations. They're not doing this and they're not doing that. And he's ripping Gallant, and he's ripping uh you know Panarin and he's ripping Sabanajad and he's ripping everybody. You know, he's ripping Adam Fox, he's ripping Keandre Miller, whoever he's ripping everybody. Right? He's ripping Chris Drury, the GM, he's ripping everybody. And I don't know where does he find Robbie? Where do you find the time to write all this crap and still watch the game? So he was making me a little delirious last night. You know, Joey T is, is texting me back, not that he's a big hockey guy, but he's texting me, what a disgrace. It was a disgrace. But anyway, we'll get to that. The Hackensack Brewing Company, as I knock a pen down here, what a disaster is it? <laughs> We're playing golf again today at Blue Hills. Duke got a freaking tea time at eleven ten, and I'm all crazy because I'm going on Sid Show this morning for the. You want know, you, you by the time you hear this, we'll know that. But I'm going on Sid Show at nine twenty-five. I got all this insanity going on. I mean, you know, I just I got to go to McDonald's to get to get to get uh, breakfast. Uh, my wife doesn't want to make the eggs this morning, and I don't blame her. All right, the Hackensack Brewing Company. Don't get crazy on the Hackensack Brewing Company. My wife again, very, very, you know, very low key. The Hackensack Brewing Company, located just ten minutes off the George Washington Bridge, thirty seconds off Route Four, you know the deal. The tap rooms open four thirty to ten Monday through Friday, two to ten, Saturday, twelve to eight, Sunday, seventy eight Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. If we don't win with Aaron Rodgers, there'll be a couple tombstones for me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know when we're doing the next. I think something, May 19th, did my daughter say? I think Aaron, I think the boss said May 19th. I'm, I don't know. I'll let you know on Friday, officially. Anyway, uh, where was I? Yes. The Hackensack Brewing Company. Go see Mike Jones, right? Go see TJ. Go see Herb, Andre, the whole over there. And don't forget to try my pain beer. Don't forget, it. it's the Met packaging now, right? With the Met, you know, Met colors, the orange and blue. So you want to check that out. And uh, that's the deal. And I'll let you know when we're going to do the next live podcast. The great Hackensack Brewing Company, 78 Johnson Avenue, in Who Needs a House, out in Hackensack. Also, uh, my son, Johnny, and of course, his boss, Ari. Johnny's very happy for me, even though I haven't talked to him. He's very happy about me finally getting Rogers. He has Derek Carr. We got Rogers. You know, we'll see what happens. Anyway, so go see Johnny. Go see Ari, his great boss. Uh, you need tires. You need uh, a work done on your car. That's the place to go. Uh, of course, they need a discount tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, on Westwood Avenue. Tell them Beningo sent you. And then last but not least, our good buddies at DraftKings. Uh, I don't know what the over-under on days for Ra- Rogers was. I don't know if you won or not, but hopefully you did. If you had April, what was it, April 24th, you won. All right. That's the day. Anyway. So, uh, yes. We? I'm losing it. DraftKings. You want to bet on the Stanley Cup playoffs? You want to bet on the uh, NBA playoffs? Of course, the Knicks with the 3-1 lead over Cleveland. They'll try to close it out tomorrow in Cleveland. Nice of them to finally play game, uh, what is it, game five coming up. I think Miami lost uh, a Milwaukee again last night, did they not? Ted, give me the final on that Milwaukee-Miami game. I think the Heat are up three games to one. That Nick, uh, Heat series is, is getting closer by the second. But if you want to bet on the NBA playoffs, you want to bet on the end of the golf, on the baseball, the Mets open a series. They're back home after their 10-game road trip in California. They won 7-3, and and um, they play the Nationals starting the series tonight. I'm not sure who's pitching tonight, for them. I'm not even sure who's pitching for them. Is Senga pitching tonight? I don't think Senga's up tonight. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's pitching tonight. We know it won't be Scherzer. We know it won't be Verlander. The final score on the Miami game is Miami 1, right? Yeah, Miami and they're up three games to one now on the – right? Yes. Three-degree well, games to one. How about that? Wow. So Miami's – I don't know if Giannis played or not. Miami's up three games to one. Right now we are looking – we are this close. We are one win away in each series from the Knicks and the Heat rekindling the, the rivalry from the 90s. What? Come on. Things are breaking for the Knicks. Could you imagine the Knicks don't have to play the Bucs if they win in this round? Wow. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Tonight. Undecided for the Mets, okay? We know Joey Lucchese won't pitch. But, but that's as of- I heard Jerry Kuzman yeah. is not available tonight, right? <laughs> Al Leiter has got other things to do, so it won't be them, all right? So don't worry about it. won't be Doc tonight. All right, anyway, so you want to bet DraftKings is the way to go, and we thank them again for hooking up with us for another NFL season coming up. As far as the Rangers last night, the coach, Gerard Gallant, put it perfectly. They did not show up for this game. And that's two games in a row now that he didn't show up at the Garden. They're making they're making this guy Schmidt, this goalie, look like he's freaking Martin Dua. All right? They can't freaking put the puck past him. They never win a goddamn faceoff. They lose faceoff after faceoff after faceoff. They were 0 for 3 again last night on a power play. One of the power plays was negated by a penalty. Was it Trouba that got the penalty or Fox? One of those guys, right? Negated a power play. They're barely getting shots on the power play anymore. What the hell happened? It's like they're a different team and a team that played in Jersey. The crowd's it was a little better last night, but still looks pretty dead to me. I mean, uh, you know, all right, great. They're showing the people in the stands tremendous, and they lost three to one. The game was over right away. You knew to get. You knew immediately they were losing this freaking game last night. When about a minute and a half, two minutes into the game. The Rangers had two tremendous uh, chances right in front of Schmidt, one by Capo Cacco. He makes the save on both of them, and then the puck gets cleared. I think it was that – whatever the guy's name, that Jonas Getinstaller, whatever the hell his name is, that scored what turned out to be the game-winning goal, right? He clears the puck out right to Jack Hughes, who goes in on a breakaway and beats Jostarkin. And before your asses sit down, they're losing one nothing already. And you knew they were dead. You knew they were dead. They were having trouble. They did come back. Trochek scored that goal to tie the game at 1 1 in the second period. But even then, you kind you just felt like they were not winning this hockey game. And it was only a couple minutes later that Getting Staller, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I apologize if I'm not, but you know, who cares? Scores the goal to make it 2 1. They got the empty nettle later and it was over. But they were this was a disaster. 0 for three on a power play, right? They can't get into the zone. I'm watching the Devils, and it was like I'm watching the old days with the neutral zone trap, right? Like Scott Stevens is out there or Anita is out there, right? Or Kenny Danico out there or Patrick Elias or, you know, Peter Socorro, or whoever the hell was on those Devil teams. Scott Gomez, you know, the Bobby Holik, right, who killed us all the time, killed us with the Devils, and then killed us once we got him as a Ranger because he stunk as a Ranger, and they paid him all kinds of money. And Brodeur, of course, in goal. That's the devil team I thought I was watching last night. The Rangers could not get into the attacking zone. They're getting nothing out of Panarin. As a matter of fact, the game-winning goal, Panarin has a – that made it 2-1. Panarin has a point-blank look in front of freaking Schmidt, and he misses the net again. I mean, Panarin's been terrible. He had that breakaway yesterday early in the game. In game three, he, he shoots it over the net. He had a real good chance in game in game three on a power play. Misses the net last night again. So he misses the shot, right? He doesn't score. And then immediately they're going back down the other end and the devil scored a go-ahead goal to make it 2-1. Yeah, turn out the lights, the party's over. That was it. Panarin's been terrible. Zabanejad, I'm still waiting for him to score a goddamn goal in his series. He's done nothing, right? Where, where the hell has he been? You've gotten very little out of the kid line, right? Let's be honest. Hito, yeah, and Kako. I know Kako scored a goal in game two when they were already up 4-1. I mean, come on. What's going on with this team? I'm very aggravated, especially Panarin, because he did the same thing last year. Now, he did score games. He did score a game-winning goal in overtime in game seven against Pittsburgh in the first round. Outside of that, what has he done the last two years in the playoffs? He's done nothing. And now the pressure's on the Rangers. They were up 2-0. They got to go back to Newark. I don't think the home ice means anything. We know that because, you know, the, the Rangers won a two games in Jersey and the Devils won a two games in Manhattan. So what does that mean? And you can forget about a short series now. You got to, I would probably say this series is going seven now. So the Rangers are back where they always are, playing a freaking long seven-game series in the early rounds. And that'll come back if they do survive this series. And I don't know if that's happening now because they've got totally outplayed in the last two games by New Jersey. Like Galant said, they didn't show up. I like I like Gallant. I do because he tells it like it is. He doesn't pussyfoot. He doesn't beat around the goddamn bush. He tells it like it is. Our team didn't freaking show up. Amen. So that took. So all of this yesterday, you know, between the hot water heater, between the firing of this guy on the news network that I won't get into, between the Devils, between the range of disaster last night to the Devils took a lot of the sting, and the fact that it took so long for it to finally happen took a lot of the sting out of the Aaron Rodgers situation. So there you go. So you got a special edition on a Tuesday. You heard about all my griping about the hot water heater, right? You heard all this stuff, you know. My wife not making me breakfast this morning. You heard all about it, all right? The Rangers, Rangers, you know, Spit the bit last night and all of this. I mean, you know. And like I said, thank God the Mets didn't play. But the Mets didn't play tonight. We'll see who's pitching. They play Washington. Got to start, run, you know, getting a little roll going again after losing those last two games in San Francisco. And then the Knicks tomorrow looking to close it out in – what's that? You're making me sound no, my wife is certainly – she's the best. My, I got the best wife in the world. I'm busting her ass. Anyway. <laughs> Hopefully the the, uh, Knicks will wrap it up tomorrow and we'll talk about that on Friday, but that Nick heat second round series, man, is one win away from both teams. All the love, everybody. I'll talk to you Friday.